Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, and of course my blog talk radio community, and those who may be joining me in the chat room. I hope you're having a great start to your week. I hope you had a wonderful July 4th celebration. And, of course, I did too, but I think I ate just a little bit too much. But I didn't get sick, though, so, but I truly enjoyed myself. And today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and a little bit later I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, I am excited because as always I'm going to talk to us about how to be organized and tonight is going to be about our photos and we have organizedphotos.com coming on and talking to us and sharing with us how to organize not only the physical photos but also the digital photos. I thought this would be a great time because a lot of you, at least if I've seen on my Facebook um, timeline, are going to the family reunion. So what a great time to learn how to be proactive in just preserving our family memories but also taking care of the ones that we may have tucked somewhere, whether they're in a cell phone or in a closet. Of course, I will be sharing some tips in my Taylor's Tip Time And this time, I'm going to be sharing how I went on that journey and organized photos dating back to the 1920s. And, of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, my app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion. But before I bring on my guests, I went and did my little Google search and found out that the first photo was taken between 1826 and 1827 and it was taken, an image was taken in Burgundy region of France. So now I'm going to be bringing on our guest from Organized Photos, and it is Sonia Messner. Hello, Janet. Good evening, Sonia. Good evening, and welcome to um, Got Clutter, Get Organized. I'm excited um, to talk with you this evening and to learn about how we can organize our photos. But first... I would like for you to share with the listeners how you decided to do this as a business. Because I know there's a little history um, that I found out about the organizedphotos.com, but what made you decide to just do this um, as a business? Well, it is an interesting journey and one that I would have never thought I would enter. 
Um, my career has spanned marketing and consulting with companies in various industries such as educational programs, fashion, financial, book publishing, and self-improvement programs. Um, I became involved with Organized Photos when I met one of the authors, and she's my friend, um, Tracy Dubois, of uh, the book is called Save Your Photos and Your Sanity. And as she was telling me about this ebook, I slowly, well, very, actually not slowly, very quickly realized that I needed help with my own photo collection. I didn't realize how many photos I had in boxes and shoe boxes and stored in closets and, and, um, and it was very overwhelming, but there they were. And so the more that we talked um, and she shared her book with me, I um, decided to join Organized Photos and continue with it because it is a passion of mine now. Mm-hmm. So yes. when organizing, when photo storage, period, because like you said, we've got them stored all over the place. What are the do's mm-hmm. and don'ts of photo storage? Because I know for my mother, she had them in the books which they were nicely organized, but they weren't necessarily the right types of books. But what are the do's and don'ts when it comes to physical photo storage? Right. Well, there are, there are many, but one that I think we are all guilty of and by no fault of our own, we just weren't aware of it, is those magnetic albums. And um, I know my mother has many, which I'm sure very shortly I will be inheriting those photos plus boxes so I'll have more photos to organize but those magnetic <laughs> albums are really um, not good for our those physical photos. Um, the cardboard contains acid and lignin which over time will destroy the photos and telltale signs that the photos are falling or discoloring is that they will fall out easy um, they start to look discolored or they may be pasted on really hard on the, on the pages. So I do have a tip to remove those difficult ones because you want to get them off of those magnetic albums and then reorganize them. But one tip is to take some dental floss and then slowly floss them off the page so you're not leaving any tears behind. And that works really well. But, however, before you do that, we do recommend you take a high-quality color photo of that page in case they get further damaged uh, before you remove them with dental floss. So who knew that dental floss could serve another purpose? It can help. Um, Wow. I mean, when you were were just talking about what, you know, how they fall off, but they're this and they're that, and I'm thinking, my goodness, Sonia must have been watching me when I was doing my photos. <laughs> everything you mentioned, I had experienced. But like you said, dental floss. Wow. Right. That is amazing. Right. Yes. But before you do that, take a nice quality color photo copy of that entire okay. page just in case you do lose okay. that photo. And these days, okay. um, you can go to many local print shops, and they can do a nice one for you. And it's just an additional way to preserve those family heirlooms. Okay. So, and and I'm um, sorry. And then um, we were talking. I call it in our virtual green room. We were talking about the phones because. Mm-hmm. Um, we store so much stuff on the phone, and 
you know, I know, I know I have an old phone that has photos on it. And so what are some don'ts, I guess, when it comes to that as well? Right. Well, yes. So we're, everybody these days, it's so easy to share photos on your, your social media pages, Facebook and so on with friends and family. But just know that that's just a moment in time, and over time, they'll be discarded. You really won't have access to them. So it's important to actually take some of those favorite ones, and even the ones you haven't posted, I have a ton of those that I just feel are special and more intimate, so I'm going to keep them um, for my immediate family. But to download them um, on a disk drive and, and get them off your phone, Get them off your laptop. Um, keep them somewhere else because hard drives fail, uh, phones break, and um, even though there's a lot of online storage, you could store your photos in the cloud, some of your family members may not have access to that down the road. But if you can f- actually print out your favorite ones and then put them in an album, that's a great way to continue sharing those special memories so we don't think about um we don't think about that but it is very important i mean think of all the vacations that we go on and birthdays and weddings um all these um memories that we've made special events we really need to get them off our phones our digital phones and um and store them somewhere else Wow, you're even giving me something to think about because, like, you know, and right. I remember somebody had mentioned too many other. Yeah, she had mentioned the other day that she was like, "Oh yeah, Janet, I just put it on. I have an album on Facebook, and that's how I store my photos." But then I was listening to what you said. They may not be um, available at some point because we don't know. So hmm, you're giving us a lot right. to think about, Sonia. Yeah, that's that's um yes and and it's all great but when i think about social media i don't actually own that i mean anything could happen and that's true your page could be gone you know you're not the real owner you're borrowing the space which i don't know anybody who's had a problem with their pages being shut down but i mean those are special memories and you want to keep them and pass them on yeah that's true so, Sonia, you talked about getting our, our photos off of those um, magnetic pages and those albums, but what are some ways that we should, like for those of us like me, who still have physical photos, which I love going mm-hmm. and looking at them, how should we store those? Right. Well, there's so many um, new suppliers and supplies that that can that have high quality products that will preserve your photos. And we actually have a page on our website under photo storage that has some resources um, to things such as acid-free boxes, photo albums that are safe and storage envelopes for negatives that won't um, ruin them. And then there's other tools Mm -hmm. that you will also need. Um, It's very helpful, a pH test pen, which is a quick and easy way to determine if paper or paperboard is acidic and and safe for your photos. Yes. Another tip is to take your negatives, and there's special envelopes for that. You can label them, 
And then what pe- some people do is they, we, well, we recommend put them in your safe deposit box or at a relative's house. Keep them, take them out of your home, and now you have a backup of those photos in case, God forbid, your house burns or you have water damage to your physical photos. So there's a backup of your backup. Wow, it's important that's a to, good idea. Yeah. Right? Yes. Who knew? Yeah, Who would think of that? Yeah. So in your years of working with the photos, have have you ever come across a photo that was basically too damaged or too old? Oh, yes. Um, yes, and that is it's just so disheartening. And because a lot of those are precious family heirlooms, and some are just damaged beyond repair. Um, so that's why mm. in our ebook, which is over 117 pages, it's all on how to get them organized, um, how to keep them safe from from the chemicals that will harm them, and preserve them uh, for your for future generations that will enjoy them. Um, but again, I would take those most damaged one and, and quickly get that colored uh, fo- uh, fo- photocopy of them as just one other way to save them. Okay. And, you know, now that you now as you were talking, I thought about another question because I think it's something, at least I sure. know, I've seen done is we take the, the, the photos, because some people still have photos and they still have them in frames, but we put them in the window. Should we put them mm. someplace else? Because I'm thinking if we put them in the window, then the sun can maybe yes. damage them, begin to damage them. Should we put them in other areas of the home? Yes, absolutely. They need to get out of the sun, and sometimes those are our favorite places to keep the photos. But I have okay. one I I have just realized I ruined it because it's ruined because of the direct sunlight. So you want to keep them on a bookshelf um, out of the direct light. And, you know, bookshelf is good or on, on a table. Um, just And tilt them so they're out of direct sunlight. But we don't realize it's so subtle that one day you just might realize, oh, wow, this isn't as vibrant as it used to be. So just natural light can cause them to fade as well. Wow. So you've given so many wonderful tips and made me even think about, because that's when I thought, I'm like, I always, I've kind of done some because I'm packing, but and that's when mm-hmm. I noticed, I said, I love just seeing my pictures when I come in on the windowsill, but because they were in the light, it was like, okay, I've oh, got to find another place right. to put some of my yeah, some of my some of them. One in particular got really damaged, um, but um, but that was okay because I didn't like the way I looked in that picture. Anyway, so <laughs> it worked. Right, we all have it those worked photos. Out okay. yeah. <laughs> I know it, it worked out okay. Um, so Sonia, so for someone who has just decided, you know what, I am going to take on the project. And this is something I mm-hmm. did of preserving the family photos. What do you think, how should they get started? Like, what are some things that they should start thinking about or doing? Oh, sure. Well, um, check out our website. We have a lot of free information. We have a um, a, a tip um, email that we can send you on just um, just to get started, something, something to think about. 
But in our book, we do talk about the emotional aspect of organizing photos. Some people have put it off for a while because it brings back maybe not so happy memories in in childhood or or of difficult times or families that get divorced. Um, And so we kind of talk somebody through that and get them thinking, you know, a little bit past it. And uh, it's a little bit of therapy, so which is great. But we have three options that um, we give people something to think about and see what works best for them. We have a 10-day plan. Mm-hmm. It's a stu- doable um, step-by-step plan on how you can get your entire photo collection organized in 10 days. We map it all out for you. We have the organizing marathon. And for those that are just gung-ho and ready to go, um, that's a great one. And then we have 15-minute therapy sessions where we can break it down and this is what you'll be doing for the next 15 minutes. And we've gotten a lot of feedback um, about, yeah, from people over the years just, you know, just really grateful and thanking us for just getting them on the right track to getting their photos organized because it is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I know I was. And, um, yeah. And, and, yeah. I mean, and, and I was too. I mean, when I had to do my, I mean, it was like a big job because not only did I have my mm-hmm. mother's photos of the family, but she was a photographer, so that just added to oh, it. Wow. And then, of course, all mm-hmm. the photos of me, and there were like two sets of photos. And oh, so right, yeah. It can get really, yeah, it can get like overwhelming. And, of course, you come across all those photos of, of me and, you know, elementary school and junior high and right. why did yes. I have that shirt on and, it, and the hairstyle. <laughs> hair. So you do. <laughs> right. Yeah, so you go through, you go through that emotional, oh, like, like wearing. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, or who exactly. is that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and wait, who is that? <laughs> I don't remember that yeah. aunt or mm-hmm. uncle or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, it's it can, especially those that have gone before us. Now it's a little overwhelming yeah. and it can be emotional. Um, but it's important yeah. to preserve them because our children and grandchildren will want them. They'll want to know where their heritage and see the photos and, and keep them. And they become family heirlooms. Mm-hmm. And that is so true. That is so true. Well, Sonia, you've given out so much wonderful information. How can the listeners get in contact with you, use your services, get your your books? Sure. Well, you can get it right off of the website at organizedphotos.com. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We would love to connect with anybody out there. And um, and for those that do purchase the ebook, we'd love to hear back. Um, about their story. We have so many customer stories in this ebook just sharing their experiences um, as, as they went through their journey. So it's, uh, we'd love to hear from them. And you hear that, listeners? Organizedphotos.com. And then by the end of the evening, I will make sure that I have a link on the show pages website directly to organizedphotos.com. So, of course, you can go out there and get the book, your services, and most importantly, get your photos and your memories organized. Well, thank you so much, Sonia, for taking time out of your schedule. Oh, thank you, Janet. It was wonderful. I had a good time. Thank you so much. Well, 
I'm glad. I'm so glad. We'll continue to enjoy your evening. Yes, thank you. And thank you for having me. All right. Good night. Good night. Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And that is Bob Lewis, and I'm excited because in September, specifically September 13th, I will be doing a workshop at their showroom, falling back into organization, getting your house in order. And I will be talking about how to organize the entryway, the closet, the kitchen. So if you are not following me via social media, make sure you go to my social media page and um, Facebook, Twitter. Facebook, it's actually Facebook right now. It's posted. So you just go to event listings and you'll see all the information. So if you have a home and you are ready to really tackle the clutter, but also learn about the new systems that are available to you. I mean, oh, I saw this new uh, Murphy bed and I fell in love. So just read the details. And, of course, I'll be doing, we'll be doing some door prizes. You'll be getting some items to organize your home. Somebody will win a free one-hour online organizing session with me, but you have to Make sure you register by August 31st. And everybody who not only schedules an appointment but decides to have their closets redesigned by Closet and Storage Concepts will get a free session with me. So page and upcoming events. And, of course, if you are on my mailing list, within the next couple of days we will be sending out a newsletter because I know you haven't had one in a while. So make sure you um, check your inboxes for that. Well, also, I wanted to share with you because our sponsor, Audible, is offering every one of our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized, and you can choose from over 180,000 audio programs. You download a title and you start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook selection for this week, because we're talking about photos and memories, is the American Genealogy, How to Trace Your American Family Tree. I think that's good. Once you start putting those photos together, you don't want to start finding out how you are related to people. And basically, if you're looking to trace your American family tree, then this guide is definitely the one for you. Again, it is American Genealogy, How to Trace Your American Family Tree, and it's written by the How Expert Press, so make sure you check out that audio book. Well, I am just so um, excited about all the accomplishments the people in my face group have made. I mean, last week they actually um, posted a video. Someone did, and the other members just chimed in. And then last Friday I did a, every week I do a, a clutter challenge. And 
also it actually turned in not only to a declutter challenging, but a one-on-one session with one of the members. And that's the things that you get when you become a part of my Facebook group, Get My Life Totally Organized. So if you're fed up with the clutter and chaos in your life and the stress that comes with it, then it's definitely time because six months have already gone by and you need to get started um, for 2017 organizing goals and getting those projects done now. So what you get, of course, the private Facebook group, you getting um, monthly Q&As, which I'm, I'm actually changing, going to be changing that to probably weekly, live streams um, where I provide you with specific answers and insights to your problems, Pinterest board specifically for my group, and so much more. So go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com for more details. So now I want to share with you, because we're talking about organizing photos, I want to share with you my process. And um, I guess about a couple years ago, I decided that it was time for me to tackle the big Rubbermaid tub of photos. And as I shared, I had my mother's photos that she had taken probably from the 50s on, but even before that, she had pictures from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. We just had a lot of photos. And so it was overwhelming because I would look at that and say, I need to do it. Um, I need to preserve these photos because they're getting damaged because they were in the albums that Sonia had mentioned. And so finally, I did it. I just cleared my living room floor. I emptied the contents of the container, and I tackled the project. But then I realized I needed to, because it was getting overwhelming for me, I needed to break the project down. So basically what I did was I broke it down into my photos, family photos, because there were photos in there of my childhood and teenage years, the the, the high school years, the college years, et cetera. So I put those aside because those were the most recent, so I really didn't have to worry about them. So then I next moved on to the bigger pile, and my first goal was to actually um, make sure I preserve those photos. So that's what I did. So I preserved those photos, so I went out and I bought the paper, and I transferred them. So that was the first thing I did. Then the next thing I did is I started getting rid of duplicates um, because I had a set of, of my pictures. My mom had a set of pictures. So getting rid of the duplicates, getting rid of the pictures I didn't like, getting rid of the pictures that were no good anymore, and then just making sure that I organized and labeled them so that now they can be put on a DVD. So basically the first thing I would suggest for you to do is decide on your goal, and that could be transferring them to DVD. And, of course, as Sonia said, making sure they go in a specific space, um, making sure you organize the project so you're not so overwhelmed. So maybe one day it's just going through and organizing the pictures so that when you transfer them to whether it's um, a paper, pages, DVD, making sure you know you list your task, making sure you schedule your dates, and making sure you just get started and get motivated. So I see that I have a caller. 
um, and it's 0073, so I'm going to answer this call and see what organizing question. I just want to repeat, when I pick up the phone, an organizing question. So, hello, you're calling Got Clutter Get Organized. Hello, how are you? Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I'm doing good. Yes, I can. All right. So I have a question for you. I need to get organized big time. <laughs> so okay. It, I, so I'm working on a, a legal matter, but I just have papers everywhere. I have the papers mixed up with my schoolwork, and I'm not really, really accomplishing anything because it's just I'm looking at my room now, and I'm just cluttered. So I would like to know what advice can you give to me so that I can get it organized and get started. Okay. So, again, you said you had a lot of um, papers everywhere. Is that? Yes. I have everything basically like in this one uh, IKEA bag. I have a bunch of papers, things that I need for school. I just have everything bundled. But I know I have to work on it. I can't even get started because I'm just overcluttered. I think I just collected so much material that it's just I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> so I okay. need to know what can I do to declutter and get started. Okay. All right. Well, the first thing I would suggest for you is to schedule a day where you can do mm-hmm. it, whether you do it for a couple of hours, three hours. That's number one, so schedule time. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. um, make sure you – List what you need to do. So I don't know bag, if it's a box, um, if it's a basket, if it's a pile. Um, mm-hmm. Just focus on that one thing and go through and decide, is this something I need to keep? Is it something I need to shred? Is it something um, that needs to be archived? Because you have keep, there may be current and maybe stuff you mm-hmm need to, you know, access on a regular basis, or it may be something that you just need to keep um, just to have on file for later. And if you decide to keep it like that, is it possible for you to scan it so therefore you don't have to have a physical copy, but you'll still have a copy? Oh, um, that's a good idea. But, yeah, because sometimes we keep stuff, you know, like for me. I mm-hmm. paid off my student loans, and I'm just so happy and proud. But I'm realizing, you know, Janet, you don't really need to keep the papers. Just keep a copy of it just in case. You know, Mm -hmm. just in case, you know, you need to prove it, I can always go to my computer and just print a copy out. And it's the same with your tax documents, too. That's why I like um, getting my tax documents in a PDF form so that I'll always have a copy, but I don't necessarily have to have the physical copy taking up space in my filing cabinet. Um, So do you have do you have filing cabinets, file boxes? Well, what I plan on doing, since listening to your show tonight, <laughs> I plan on going to Target tomorrow to buy some uh, plastic file cabinets. Maybe, um, okay. I'm sorry, uh, uh, plastic file uh, storage bins. And just to okay. start to organize everything. Okay, okay. Because, and then also categorize things too. Like you may have house okay. stuff. Um, you may have work-related stuff, maybe, okay. you know, school stuff, medical stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. that's how you start categorizing it. Even within those categories, decide, do I need to keep it? Can I scan it? Or is it something um, that I can just discard? Um, but I would definitely, you know, schedule a time, 
um, oh, you know, work on, you know, just as much as you feel you can handle at a time, like it may be a couple hours, um, uh-huh. maybe just do a pile um, okay. or a box. Don't try mm-hmm. to accomplish the entire room at one time. Um, that way you I've can just pace yourself. Okay. All right. I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's what I've been doing. And then what happens is that I don't get through. I just be, I get exhausted after a few hours because I'm trying to do everything okay. at one time. Right? So, yes. Yeah. All right. So just one thing at a and time. And then also, okay. yeah, and then also I would suggest, too, is to work on the stuff that is furthest away from you first. And the reason right. I say that is because it's probably older. And mm-hmm. it may be stuff that you don't need anymore All because right. usually we keep the stuff that we need that's important, that's immediate, really close by. Yes. And everything yes. else we kind of shove. So, yeah. Yes. You hit it right on the nose. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely going to take your advice. I'm going to schedule, uh, I'm going to schedule a day tonight. And then tomorrow I'm going to Target, and then I'll give you a call back in a few days to let you know how I'm doing. All right. Well, thank you for calling. All right. So I'm going to continue listening to your show. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So um, as you heard, um, I share with the listener, and even with any project, with any organizing project you take on in your home and in your life, Schedule time and always schedule an hour or two. Never try to do a four or eight hour organizing session because it can get overwhelming. And even for me, um, when I organize myself, like I may decide it's time for me to maybe just kind of go through and do my seasonal purging, I do little chunks. I'll do maybe all of my dresser drawers. And then maybe I'll do my handbags and my shoes. And the same in my kitchen. Maybe I will do, you know, my pots and pans and maybe my glassware. I don't try to do the entire house in a day or in a weekend. So always schedule time, pace yourself, and then just maybe write a checklist of what you want to accomplish. Maybe in that two hours I'm going to organize two drawers. Um, maybe I'm going to just organize my shoes, my boots, my accessories, my jewelry, whatever. And as I shared with the caller, is a lot of times work with the stuff that's furthest away from you because you probably shoved it in a pot in a corner maybe a year, maybe a couple years ago. So that is not immediate and important stuff. So you could probably go through it, and it will be a lot easier to to go through and decide whether you keep it or not, and plus that will help you build up momentum because you will have tackled that space to move on to the next space. So same thing with the photos. You know, decide on the date. You know, decide on what you, how you want to tackle it. Like I said, I decided to tackle the old first because that was getting damaged and then worked on the new. And then I just kind of worked my way through that. So I hope you have gained some information in regards to, and some tips in regards to just how to tackle your project and let go. Well, I definitely want to thank you for your tweets, your emails, your posts on Facebook. Thank you for following me via social media. 
And, of course, be sure to make sure you, sh- you check out my Pinterest boards, my Pinterest page, but specifically my boards because um, as the um, caller called in, I have a specific board on my Pinterest page for paper clutter, but I also have a, a board on there for photos as well. So make sure you check that out. Um, my app suggestion for this week is Focus for Android. That'll help you keep your photos organized and Slidebox for both the Android and the iPhone. So those are a couple things that will help you organize those photos. Now, my product suggestion comes from Exposures Online, and they have what they call Mylar sheet protectors, which can help you preserve the photos that you have that may have gotten sun damage, may be a little older. And then, of course, my repurpose suggestion, because you know how I like to um, reuse things, an old two-drawer, an old tool drawer, a hidden tongue tie, was transformed into a memo board in the office. So somebody took an old tool drawer and they just decorated a little bit and they transformed it into a memo board. So you can find my app suggestion, my repurpose suggestion, and my product suggestion on my Pinterest page. You can check out apps that will help you stay organized, products that will help you stay organized, and also my repurpose suggestion as well for the office. I have two three repurposed boards, but this one specifically for the office. And again, I have a, a, a Pinterest board for organizing your photos as well as your papers. Well, my quote for the week is, I thank you for your part on this journey. And I just wanted to say thank you to all my listeners and followers, et cetera. I thank you for your part on my journey. Well, next week we will be having Darlene Hunter, and she is going to be on here and talk to all of you out there who have been inside of you, know you have a book inside of you. So she's going to talk about how to organize yourself to publish your book. So she'll be coming next week, and then after that, we will be having Viviani, um, the woman who actually did my makeup um, for uh, all those photos you see out there of me on social media. Um, And she's going to be talking about how to just organize ourselves and get rid of some of the makeup and clutter we have in our makeup kits and our makeup bags. And then we'll be ending the month with cybersecurity for our home as well as our business. So um, make sure that you um, tune in to those days as well. But um, as most of you may have already heard, process of moving, and I tell you, even the most organized can get a little overwhelmed with the moving process. And for those of you who may be out there Moving, thinking about moving, it's like with any other project. You just, once you have a start date, you start that date, and you just, every day, every other day, once a week, you schedule time in to, to do the project. And you, but with this, it's a little different because you're packing, but you're also getting rid of stuff because even I am surprised at how much stuff that I have. 
But even when you are organizing, it's the same way. You schedule time and you tackle a specific pile, a specific drawer, a specific space, and you decide, okay, I'm keeping this. And then you have to decide, well, how am I going to store this? Is it going to be in a filing cabinet? Is it going to be in a box? Is it going to be on a shelf? And then is it going to be current? Because if it's current, then I need it near me. But if it's going to be something I only use seasonally a couple times a year, okay, I need to label this and I need to store it somewhere. And then you've got the stuff that you need to decide, well, I'm going to trash it, I'm going to shred it, I am going to donate it. It's the same in all areas of our lives, whether we are organizing, whether we are moving, or even whether we just feel we need to make a shift in our lives. It's the same thing. We have to decide, okay, I need to keep this in my life and in my time and in my schedule. This is in my schedule, but I don't necessarily need to do it as often as I've been doing it. Maybe I can, instead of volunteering weekly, maybe I can just volunteer once a month. And this, you know what, I don't think I can really do it anymore. I just don't have the time or the energy. So you can take those principles and just, you know, do them in every area of your life. So with that, um, I just want to thank you all for joining me. Be sure to visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And if you um, want to join the um, Facebook group, there's information, and it's only a dollar to join for 30 days. And if after the 30 days you want to continue, it's only $7 a month. And it's really great. It's a very supportive group. of. Right now we have all women. So it's a very supportive group of women who are helping each other on the journey to live an organized life. Or, of course, if you want me to work with you one-on-one, um, I can do that as well. And I don't necessarily need to be um, in your state, city, or country. We can do it virtually. There's so much technology that will allow us to do that. So be sure to um, check out everything on my website at JanetMTaylor.com. So be sure to join me next week where we will be talking about how to get you organized so you can publish that book. But I do want to thank you again for joining me. And please be sure to share this show with your family, your friends, and on your social media. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.